0: Baseball money is fake on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app.
1: Welcome to Baseball Money is Fake. We are back two days in a row, baby. Oh, I'm so excited to be doing this. There's been a lot of baseball going on, and we have an episode today that we have been talking about doing for like two weeks now that we're about to get into here in a minute. But as always, it is Blake Meyer here with my man, Ryan Gilbert. How you doing today, Ryan?
0: I'm doing good here. We got a uh, showing again that baseball money is fake with all this money being thrown around to Carlos Correa, who may not even... Have a healthy leg or whatever, based off his uh physicals that he's failed. But yeah, I'm I'm doing good. Recording here on back to back days. It's uh only January, but you know it's never it's never a bad time to talk some baseball.
1: Hell no, especially if we can get some more of these episodes going like this, I love it. You mentioned Correa. Before I start talking about Correa, I really got to get better about just jumping right into shit. Before we talk about Correa, everybody, please make sure you go follow the new Twitter handle. If you're already following it before, you're good. If not, if you're new, if you're iffy about it before and you just realized how much you love us, you can go follow us on Twitter at fake baseball. Coolest Twitter handle out there. Still can't believe it was available. Uh, and you can also follow us in the Discord at sg.pn slash Discord. Come talk some baseball over there with us. Talk about it with us on Twitter, wherever. But Carlos Correa, I swear this is like the fourth episode we talked about this man he goes back to Minnesota after initially turning down the Minnesota was it a player option or a team option no it's a player option he declined back out on the market signs with the Giants signs with the Mets back to Minnesota I I want to say like oh he found a home but also at the same time it kind of feels like he's just trying to pull a Will Ferrell in spring training and play for every single team
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean that, that that Bermuda Triangle there from San Fran to, uh, over new, to new York, over, back up to Minnesota. He's back where he uh, spent last year. I mean, of course, it's still not finalized yet, so we shouldn't spend too much time talking about it in case it in case it goes a different way. But I mean, it gives the Twins another bat bat in their lineup along with uh, Byron Buxton if he's healthy. Corey Polanco there. I forgot they they, they got Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo is a Minnesota Twin. Oh yeah. Uh, he can oh maybe yeah, it's 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 a bombs there, target field, but I, I think overall he's going to be back to playing shortstop, so won't get that third base eligibility, which hurts him. It hurts him his fantasy value as well as just get going into a worse lineup. Worse lineup doesn't have position eligibility. Uh, it's a it's a downgrade for his fantasy value definitely, and uh, I I think he's making less money now, but baseball money's fake anyway. So it's <laughs> o- only a only a six year contract opposed to these. 10, 11, 12-year ones, guys are going to know. for maybe that's what he had to do with with his, uh, his leg.
1: I had a feeling that's going to happen. I think I read that the Mets were willing to do like a similar te- – like they were going to keep it like a 12-year contract. The first six years, the Mets were going to fully guarantee, and then there was going to be a bunch of clauses in it for like the last six years. And he just said, fuck it, and went back to Minnesota. Yeah, my only real takeaway is this is – I think this is a significant thing to his fantasy value for next year because like we talked in our episode that we did like the shortstop third, bank, third base rankings, a lot of his value next year was built on the fact that he was going to get that third base eligibility with the Mets, and he was going to be eligible at a very, very, very thin position. But now, I think in yesterday's episode, you said what, there's 17 shortstops ranked in the top 84? 80- five or something like that and so correa is just another shortstop at this point and i don't think it bodes well for him
0: yeah on fantasy pros uh early season rankings here the consensus ranking there's 17 shortstops in the top 89 and then correa is the 18th shortstop at 104 overall what this does i think it it impacts the third base market it just it just Gives a notch up to all those top third basemen, Jose Ramirez, Bobby Witt, Machado, Devers, Austin Riley, Arenado, Bregman. Makes Wander Franco a be- better uh, look there, given his third base shortstop eligibility. Gunnar Henderson, even, is a guy that you can put there in multiple positions. So just fantasy value, just down for uh, Correa here. And But as a Phillies fan, you know, it's always good to laugh at the Mets. It's always good to see the Mets. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Giants aren't going to sign him, we're going to go and come in and sign him. And then for the Twins to do that, right back to the Mets. We uh we love to see it, but yeah, still uh, still a good off season for the Mets, just not the cherry on top with Correa.
1: To stop us from continuing our Correa talk any further. <laughs> this episode plan that we've been wanting to do. We've been wanting to do like a live mock draft but with a little twist, I guess. Uh we're recording on Skype right now now the huge uh and ryan has been sharing his screen with me got the little fantasy pros draft simulator so we yep. can kind of do like a live breakdown of our thought process during the draft uh things we're targeting this year all those type of things and with it being the draft simulator everybody else is it's just all computer things it's all instant so we'll make our pick we can select in the draft what we're going to pick And then it kind of just instantly comes right back around to us, and we have all the time in the world for each pick so we can break players down, talk about why we like somebody, why we don't like somebody, why we might skip over somebody that is still there, like Trevor Story and his bum elbow, which we're not going to get into. But yeah, so I figured this would be a fun little exercise, something different for you guys than kind of what we've been doing, especially since we're recording on back-to-back days, so we don't got a whole lot of new news for you guys, but this is a great way to get some content out there and give you guys a little inside look on how we do things.
0: Yeah. I know it's obviously not going to be perfect because it's all, all computers, but it is going based off 12, 14 different experts ranks at uh fancy pros. They have their consensus rankings there. So there will be a, a probably some, some more computer based stuff, not, not human based stuff, but yeah, this is a chance to, for us to, you know, go through, go through all the different rounds. We're not, not sure yet how many rounds we're going to get through here on the podcast. Hopefully at least 10, 12, maybe 15 to round out the, the starting roster. And, yeah, we're going to be like, okay, round seven. Who are these two guys we haven't talked about at all? Who do we who do we prefer? And just uh, another opportunity to just go over random players that we haven't talked about. And, yeah, we've been brainstorming this a while. We've been like, okay, should we do a mock draft? Should we like do our rankings in a mock draft? But I think this is just a good way to, especially being a simulator, be like, okay, let's just Get into it, see how it goes, and we can go from there.
1: And especially since uh, we on yesterday's yesterday's episode, we just did our uh, first round rankings mm-hmm. for this year for twelve team leagues. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and check it out afterwards. You can pause this, go back and look or listen, I should say. Now, kind of get an idea of who we like, where, why we like them. Our lists were somewhat similar, but there was a few. Bigger differences, so it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out for us right now. Uh, we did talk before the episode about kind of where we wanted to have our draft position be. We figured some of the more difficult spots to draft from would be like pick six, pick seven in a 12-team. So I think we're just going to go six, so we're just going to half it right down the middle in mm-hmm. a 12-team league. So then there's no, you're not worrying about back to backs. Uh, It makes it a little more difficult because you can't pick somebody and just expect somebody else to be there two picks later for you. So it'll be a fun, fun way to help people out drafting more in the kind of the middle middle part of the draft.
0: Yeah, I think everyone wants to have like one of those wraparound picks. I think, at least I do. Most people do just want to be able to, okay, they can plan. Like you said, plan two picks, but having right in the middle, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to take this guy. You can't really plan to take your next guy because there's going to be 10 picks between you. So, yeah, I figured sick is a good place to start. Maybe we can do a uh, – if, if this goes well, we can just – we can go through all, all the picks. We can do some random ones. Before we get into this, make sure we uh, you check out Winbet. Winbet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. And the NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgovernmentpodcast.com WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgovernmentpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions. The conditions at Wimpa.com, but 20 or older and present the state where play the was available. If you are someone because has a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And SGPN is teamed up with Homage for NFL Playoff Challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, $100 SGPN gift card, and $100 Homage gift card. Homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Check them out at com slash Homage for all the contest deals and to enter, download the SGPN app and hit contest. All right, we are ready to get into this here, Blake. I got, I got gonna start the draft right now. If we're ready, let's do it. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Start your draft. Also, the the fun part about this is the uh, the team names involved in here are usually pretty good. <laughs> all right, here we got pick six. Uh, pick so far, uh, Acuna, Judge, Julio Rodriguez, Trey Turner, and Jose Ramirez are all gone. I think that's that's pretty much Acuna gone first. It's surprising, but that that's a decent top five. So the uh, four suggested players are Kyle Tucker, Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, and Yodan Alvarez. 65% of experts agree on Kyle Tucker, and then 14%, 14%, and 7 for the next three. Uh, who, who do you want to go with there?
1: Kyle Tucker being the suggested pick is kind of odd, because we both had him a little farther down in our rankings, didn't we? I, I, yeah, I, you had Tucker at 8, I had Tucker at 10.
0: Yeah, so we can't go Tucker— this you is had, right where we're in
1: our Mookie Betts range. I had Mookie Betts 6, and you had Mookie Betts
0: 5. I think we go Mookie Betts. And if you missed that episode and you're not going to back, listen, Mookie Betts has second base eligibility, which which puts him above these other guys for me. So, yeah, let's go with Mookie Betts here. Sixth overall. That's where you have him. I have him fifth. So, uh, all right, Mookie Betts drafting. And moving on to the second round here, Um, the four suggested players are Bo Bichette, Sandy Alcantara, Manny Machado, and Paul Goldschmidt. Uh,
1: I I like. I mean, I like Bo Bichette here. I know you had Bo Bichette in one of your bigger leagues last year, right? You traded mm-hmm.
0: for him. My, in my no, he, he's in my keeper league. I have him as one of my. Oh, that's deep right.
1: Keepers. And for me, I'm gonna count out Sandy just because I can't pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't pick a pitcher in the second round. This is way early. But I did have Manny Machado in my top 12.
0: Yeah, I figured we'll probably go Machado here. Also, I think Goldschmidt is being overlooked a lot. I think Goldschmidt could end up being a a first-round talent. I mean, he won the MVP, right?
1: Yeah, and in my first base rankings, I actually have him as my number one ranked first baseman for next year. Yeah,
0: 35 home runs, 115 RBIs, hit 317, OPS 981. Yeah, he's he's settling in there in, in St. Louis, but yeah, I, I think here Machado, third Love base, it. uh, is not deep whatsoever, and, and you have him twelfth. So I think getting him here at uh, what is this overall seventeen? What is this? Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> Nineteen uh, looks like. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go with that here. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's draft uh Man Machado here. We got. So that's uh, Mookie Betts, Manny Machano, first two picks. I like it. I like it.
1: Not bad. This is where it gets interesting with pitcher.
0: <sighs> yeah. You, you, go ahead. Read them off. You can, you, you can read them off here.
1: Uh, we got Dylan Cease is the expert projected pick. I am fading Dylan Cease in every <laughs> draft I will be in this year, including Fantasy Pro's draft simulator drafts. That walk rate scares the hell out of me. Uh, and then we got Randy Rosarena, Spencer Strider, and Emmanuel Class a. Uh Who are you uh, feeling on this one?
0: I mean, we're not taking a pitcher, so like, uh, I think there's a thing where you can you can dismiss them for this round. Dismiss him. We'll uh, we're not taking a closer. Dismiss <laughs> Absolutely him. Absolutely not. I don't think I want to take Strider yet.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially like Shane McClanahan's still
0: out there, Aaron Nola still out there. Oh man, Marcus Simeon? Also over here on the left, I'm not sure if you can see Is like the oh, yeah. top. So Al- Altuve still out there. Altuve would be, would be a good pick here if we didn't have bets and it might even still be a solid play to get, to slide bets to outfield. Um, and then slide Altuve in. Slide so Altuve to second base, but is, or do you just want to take a, a Rosarina to get a uh, outfielder?
1: Yeah, let's go a Rosarina. Let's let's fuck yeah, in I think, that outfield spot. I think it's in there at, as well. At this point to get to get a
0: yeah. A Rosarina there, third round pick.
1: And he's a twenty twenty guy last year. He hit like two fifty still, so he can he can put up some good numbers. The bigger bases, I think he could steal thirty bases next year, which would be nice.
0: Uh yeah, he 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 had thirty two last year, so he should be. Oh, a, there we go. He, 32 last year caught stealing 12 times. So maybe you can get 40. That would be crazy. I'm I'm one catching thing I myself reading these. <laughs> yeah, one, one thing I have noticed about the uh, Fantasy Pros mock simulator thing here is, is they do suggest you take a closer pretty early. They have Josh Hader as, as one of the top guys here for round four to take. Liam Hendricks, uh, hopefully he, he gets better there. He's down there. Another option. I don't want to take a closer, so they're they're being dismissed. I don't uh, Marcus Simeon and and Cedric Mullins are right there.
1: I like Simeon. Simeon could have a monster year.
0: Simeon's a guy. I think we we talked about him about him a bit. We were talking about about the Rangers. Um, I think he had a tough first half and then settled in. If I yeah. remember correctly, I'm, I'm pulling up his half. baseball reference here. Um, hit 13 home runs in the first half and the second half, but the first half he, he hit 239 with a 697 OPS. Second half, he hit 259, so raised it 20 points with a 777 OPS. Just no power there in the first two months. From June to October, he had seven, six, six, six home runs, so 25 of his 26 home runs came from June to the end of the year there. Yeah, I think Simeon
1: you know, he still managed to steal twenty-five bases last year too, career high.
0: Oh, I, yeah, I didn't know over here on the side here we have a uh, Louis, Louis Robert. Is, is he is he an option for you here? Oh, this early, I I would
1: wait one more round on Robert only because the injuries scare me. If he stays healthy for a full year, he's a top three round guy easily. But I need to. I see him play more than like 90 games in a season to take him <laughs> as one of my top four picks.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think I think Simeon is Simeon shortstop eligible too. Yeah, that that's oh, a yeah. that's a slam dunk pick there. I, I I thought he was only second base, which would have slotted bets to the outfield, but getting him as a as a shortstop, I think we we have to do here. Perfect pick.
1: What do we got? What do we got? See, this huh. is where I start to consider. I start to consider. Pitchers, not closers. They got a lot of closers on here. So Romano and Williams, that, those are nose. They got Julio Rias and Kevin Gossman out there.
0: What's your general strategy on closers for 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 for, uh, for drafting? Because I'm I'm a guy uh, that I, I just wait till the end and I get like three or four just crap closers and hope they can put it together. Then I'll pick some guys up.
1: I usually just fade closers altogether. Like in my points league, I don't. Really, get closers, yeah, points uh, leads, so yeah, yeah, in category leagues I'll usually if I'm gonna go closers, I go all out and I just get two really good ones, or I just fade that all together
0: yeah, that's I basically would only get a good closer if he's like dropping down below his adp, and that would have to be somewhat significant just to make sure I get that and and that would change my whole draft strategy, So I' like, okay, let me get another good closer to make sure I can lock up saves. And I don't want to change a pick. Okay, let's let's get lower ERA uh, starters. We can try to win, win the ratios, both plus the save. So it, it's a whole thing there. But getting back to this uh, round five pick 54 overall, we got Urias and Gosman, the two starters you said there that are up. Uh, Luis Castillo is over there as well. You
1: know, I Alec, love me a Mariner.
0: Alec Manoa is is there? Maybe could possibly get him next round.
1: Ooh, I like that. If we could get like I don't want to go Gossman Manoa just because I don't want two Blue Jays pitchers as our top two.
0: Yeah, but I don't if, know if I don't know if I trust Urias as my uh fantasy baseball ace, but that I don't could either. just be Oh man, he's he's good though. Over the past two years. I mean two nine six, two one six year thirty seven and ten. Um three hundred and sixty one strikeouts, strikeout per inning, like he's He's consistent. Flies under the radar there for the Dodgers, I think.
1: I mean, he—he's not a bad pick. I—I—I I, I like. I like. Or him. I mean, I like Se-
0: we could. No, I, I don't think. Just short
1: I, the middle I, infield with Corey
0: Seager. I don't want Seager and Semyon though.
1: I did read a stat that Corey Seager had the most hard hit ground balls and line drives into the shift last year, and apparently it wasn't even close between him and the second place person. So with I mean, no shift, mm-hmm. he could be a monster.
0: Seager hit. A career high 33 home runs last year, but only batted 245. So if we see something in the middle there, if he gets his average up to 275 with like 25 bombs, that he'd be a a, a good good look there. But I think having Semyon and, and and Betts as our second base and and shortstop is probably good. Yeah, we go in Urias here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. He's, it. he's one of those
1: like we talked about yesterday with the set it and forget it kind of guys. He seems like one of those. You're not gonna think about him a lot. He's yeah. just gonna put up consistent numbers at every start. And he played for the Dodgers, so he's gonna get double digit wins. All
0: right. A ooh, lot so of closers this,
1: again this round.
0: <laughs> ooh, Alec is still there. Ooh, so you Darvish. Alec Manoa, you darvish and Christian U, Javier. Ooh, Christian Javier, uh, Javier, oh. Fried. This is This is where it could where it could it could stop. Who do we want to pair with pair with Urias here as uh as our second ace?
1: This is tough because for me, Christian Javier and Alec Manoa are two guys that I think are potentially going to finish one and two in the Cy Young for next year. Really? Yeah. And I got Brendan hmm. Woodruff over in the end, I'll, You know, mix it up a little bit.
0: Oh, you, but, you, uh, you got you got those two guys in, in your mock, in your fan tracks mock, mock draft. You did, didn't you? <laughs>
1: no, I got Christian Javier, and then I got.
0: Oh, I it might have been Alec Manoa. It I was Alec Manoa, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I it's don't know if I trust combo. him. But then, I looked, then I looked at his numbers, like, okay, yeah, he's, he's pretty good.
1: Uh, um, uh, man, this is tough. Which one are you leaning towards?
0: I'm looking at, at their numbers right now. Um, Javier's more, more of a strikeout guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: projected Let's, 191Ks next year.
0: Or do we go Darvish? Like, uh, we're just completely, like, you, Darvish, is like a nobody. Is what we're saying, but he was—he's been up and down in San Diego, right? I think he was
1: pretty—he was good last year. He won a good amount of games, had a decent ERA. Sixteen, 16 and eight,
0: three-three ten ERA. Let me change this to 2022 stats so we can see the other. Yeah, um, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Christian Javier. That, that, that works for me.
1: I like that pick. I think we got two young guys with very high ceilings.
0: Yeah, all right. which is good.
1: Aces – with that have a uh, high floor and high ceilings. Oh, do we go pitcher, 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 and snag Zach Gallen?
0: Zach, uh, yeah. Here, here we're in the round seven. Max Fried still there. Zach Gallen, Joe Musgrove, Sandra Bogarts, Alec Banow is also still there. He. Oh wow. Why? How? Why is he being overlooked?
1: He, I mean, he shouldn't be. I had him on my team last year, and he was his,
0: his ADP is fifty two. This is pick seventy eight. Uh, what's the NF? Let's see where he is on NFCB. He's ADP 68. This is big seventy eight uh, I'm I'm going Manoa. I think that's too. yeah. I think that's
1: a, yeah. Deal. I don't We're know why go. he's
0: not. I don't know why he's not showing up as like a suggested player here.
1: but That's odd. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Manoa, round seven. Pitcher, pitcher, pitcher. That's a. So what do we start with? We went uh, Bets and Machado. We
0: got yeah. We got Bets. First round Machado, a Rosarina, Marcus Semyon, And we got uh three aces here. Urias, Javier, and Alec Manoa.
1: I like that. I think we could hold off on pitcher for a bit now.
0: Yeah, I think we got we have to get we oh fuck, we don't our second outfielder
1: is gonna blow. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> well Um <laughs> I know who I like off this little side list right now. they the F- Fantasy Pros is Saying we should pick Joe Musgrove. We're not picking Joe Musgrove. We're <laughs> not going picture four in a row. Willie Adamas is the next highest suggested at 29%. He is my one of my biggest breakouts for 2023. I think he could potentially be a 40 home run shortstop. He's just got to be able to figure out how to hit like 250. Adley Rutschman there, though. That's my number one ranked catcher for 2023.
0: You want to go Adley Rutschman? I, I was looking if we should go a, go a catcher here. I was looking, I was looking Will Smith. I think Will, Will Smith, Smith is
1: not bad either.
0: I think Will Smith right here. He's he's kind of more consistent. You know what you're getting from back to back: twenty five, twenty four home runs, RBI is seventy six, eighty seven. Hit two sixty each of the last two years. Rutschman, he hit two
1: seven. He hit two seventy five in the second half. I was doing weird Rutschman research this yeah. morning. He hit 275 in the second half. He's projected uh, 30 doubles and uh, 18 home runs by Steamer. If he hits 30 doubles and 20 home runs next year, which is a possibility, he's the first uh, catcher since JT Realmuto in 2019 to do that.
0: Yeah, th- this is a spot where looking back on it, we probably should have. I guess we have bets that we can put in the outfield too if we end up getting another a second baseman. So it's not that's not too bad.
1: Yeah, so we've at least got two out, two outfield eligible, eligible people. Yeah.
0: We can go Will Smith. We can, we'll, go let, Will, we'll go Will Smith here. I'm I think not, he's gonna I'm hit a more predominant spot in that order too. Yeah, let me look up the uh, Dodgers projected order real quick on Fangraphs. They have him hitting uh, third between Freeman and Muncy. Which, yeah, yeah. I'm not usually a big get a catcher early guy, but I, I think here pick 91 round. Round eight after going three straight pitchers. I think we and and we've gone, we've basically valued position uh, scarcity as well with with bets and with Machado and with semi. And so I guess we, we should continue that with 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 uh, Will Smith.
1: I like it with Justin Turner and trade the Turner boys both gone out of LA. There's gonna be a lot more opportunities for Will Smith to be the guy to kind of get a lot more of those counting stats.
0: Mm hmm. All right, onto round nine here, pick 102 Ooh. overall. This is. Um, I'm looking at a guy that's not being suggested right now. This guy right over here it could be a high upside a, guy. A Byron Buxton is the top ranked guy, 91. Um, Fantasy Pros is recommending Doval, the closer for the Giants, Tristan McKenzie, Tyler now, and Ahmed Rosario. Rosario's got shortstop in outfield that's a pretty uh interesting look but zero percent of experts agreed to draft him right now, so <laughs> I don't think we can go there
1: I, I like the Byron Buxton pick because I mean 28 home runs in under 100 games last year if he stays healthy he's already shown that he can hit 300 in a season he hit uh, like 304 in 2021 we're banking on the health so it's kind mm-hmm. of a little bit of a home run pick But the fact that Betts does have the outfield eligibility as well, it Mm -hmm. gives us a little more leeway, and Buxton kind of becomes like our third outfielder rather than our first or second. I like that. Stephen Kwan's there as well. Points leagues.
0: He's a monster. Yeah, I think, though, like, Betts, Machado, Rosarina, Semyon, and Will Smith are all kind of—they have pretty much high high floors as long as they stay healthy. Yeah. But I think taking Buxton here does make sense. It, true, but it also, fits the why not build. Yeah, or we could just continue that with... Uh, oh, Stephen Kwan's even lower than Buxton on the uh, NFCB average really? track, which I'm surprised about. Quan's 120, and uh, Buxton is 109.
1: I wonder... I would have to see Kwan's... Like, where he ranked last year in, like, a categories league. Because I know in points leagues that like, he was the fifth best points league outfielder last year
0: let me see if I, I can pick that up real quick uh take me a minute here but yeah this is uh this is the spot of the draft here around nine when you really look back at your first your first couple picks and be like okay that's where maybe i, I should have attacked like we probably shouldn't have taken three straight pitchers there but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's uh, it's our first uh mop, simulation mock draft here so not, not even not, not a huge deal um i have Stephen Kwan was ranked overall 96 last season in my Yahoo head-to-head okay. league. Uh, let me check where that ranked for outfielders, all eligible. Uh, 20th, 20th for out, or 21st for outfielders. 21st outfielder, okay. So
1: vastly different. Yeah, I, I like the Buxton pick. I like we. Kinda of, we got a lot of safe picks. Machado, we know what he's gonna do. Or Rosareno, we know what he's gonna do. Betts and Simeon, we know what they're gonna do. Buxton's the guy that could outperform yeah. any projections we put on him. And I think this late into the draft is an excellent time to take somebody like that.
0: Yeah, there we go. We got uh Buxton ninth round, one oh two overall.
1: These team names are fucking killing me. <laughs>
0: Oh, and, and look at uh, look round 10 now. There. Go ahead.
1: That yeah, I is Stephen Kwan's, the projected pick, 58%. And then David Bednar, we're skipping closer. Luis Severino. Uh, I don't really like Luis Severino, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Scott Barlow, another closer. But on the side, they've got guys like Chris Bryant, Christian Walker, Tyler O'Neill For hitters, I, for me, Stephen Kwan is the pick. He's going to do he's gonna do a lot this year. He's going to hit really well. Does never strike out. Gets on base a ton. Can put some counting stats up. He'll get an okay amount of runs. I think with Josh Bell being out there in Cleveland now, he could score a lot more runs to go along with driving in some runs. So he's yeah. like a safety net pick. I love it.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go, Stephen. Uh, go Stephen here. Also, also on the side of the guy I'm going to look at, he'll probably be gone next round is Logan Webb. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's. I, I don't. I don't know how Fantasy Pros does this like suggested player stuff here, but Logan Webb is the second ranked, third ranked player, second ranked starting pitcher. But he. But they have Severino showing up <laughs> over him for some reason. But, uh, yeah, Kwan, we'll go Kwan here. One fifteen overall. I think that's especially especially we were considering him last pick, getting Buxton, Kwan back to back, really around out our outfield with arena and also having having bets too. So
1: yeah, and it is such a thin position, so round it out already is awesome oh man okay, okay so christian walker is still there i love christian walker there i know i see a philly on there
0: uh, no i see a seattle mariner top 58 percent of experts agree thought you're gonna go off george
1: kirby yeah i mean go ahead pull the trigger i love it george kirby he's excellent command of the strike zone really low whip He's the kind of guy that could have a whip under one in a season, and it would surprise probably nobody. Uh, decent strikeout stuff. I think he averaged 9Ks per nine last year. He's Still a young guy, so he's got to get a little more feel for some of his pitches. I know his CSW was kind of low on a lot of his pitches, so he's got to get that up a little bit. But they already showed last year that he has a longer leash than most younger guys. They let him pitch a lot more innings than... Everybody thought he was. He thought he was going to be capped at about 100. He ended up going 130. So, and they shown they trust him. They brought him in to mm-hmm. close out a game in the playoffs last year. He's the guy that he would be our fourth pitcher, which is crazy. George Kirby is our fourth starter. I absolutely love
0: it. Yeah, I think we got to go Kirby here. You did mention Christian Walker who's coming off a insane 36 home run season, but it seems like pitchers go off the board pretty quickly here with our. Uh with our computer uh, opponents here. So yeah, I think yes, they do. I think George Kirby, uh, uh, NFCB ADP is 105. Getting him here at 126. Got to got to pull the trigger. Love it. All right, and um, while I'm thinking about it, make sure you check out Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Right now you can play their fantasy football playoff best ball, the gauntlet, with $1 million in prizes up for grabs. I' also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL, and I have about 10 active uh, best ball MLB drafts going on right now. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, getting back to the uh the draft here. That that Philly is still right there. Top, yeah. top of the board, uh, Nick Castellanos, uh uh round twelve, one thirty-nine overall here. Also have Scott Barlow, uh Chris Sale, and Daniel Bard suggested. Um are we getting to the point where a lot of closers are gone? Yeah, most uh most play, most people already have at least one closer, if not two, if not three. Some uh some of these computer teams have.
1: Three, oof yeah um do you want to snag one just so that we have one
0: yeah i, I guess we, we we probably need one for this exercise here because because um let me see who's really relief pitcher scott barlow daniel bard paul seawald who's closing for the mariners seawald, it's gonna Munoz? be Munoz
1: it's gonna be okay. Munoz they'll, they'll probably start the year with the uh committee like whoever's got the hot hand but it's gonna be Munoz.
0: Yeah, let's just get Barlow here so we have a closer. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're round not 12. happy about it if anybody couldn't tell. Yeah, it. We're not happy that's, about when you can, that's when I can start picking up picking up closures. It's like starting to into, get into the teens here. Um, round 13, pick 150. Um, can get Charlie Morton, Chris Sale. Brandon Nimmo, Jordan Montgomery. Over here, best available is Andrew Vaughn, which isn't. Do we have a first baseman yet?
1: I was just gonna say I don't think we have a first baseman yet.
0: No, we have our we have catcher, second, short, third, three outfielders. No first baseman and no utils yet. Uh, first baseman left out there are Vaughn, Muncy, Miranda, Randy Telez, Cronenworth, Josh Bell. Yeah, we might need to get I, Vaughn. And then, I like Vaughn. Uh, yeah, a but, lot. I, he's one of those young guys that I got burnt on in 2021. I I tried to come (laughs) back a little bit on 2022. He was fine. Yeah, maybe he finally uh, has that breakout season if he can, is he going to be, yeah, he'll be heading sixth in their lineup according to Fangraph. So yeah, let's just grab Vaughn as a first baseman and then hopefully get one for one of our uh, util spots. I'm seeing Josh Bell down there is kind of the, the guy I'm targeting.
1: Yeah, Vaughn hit uh, 271, 28 doubles, 17 home runs, and drove in 76. Not terrible. K rate well under 20, all the way down at 17%. I, I like it. I think he adds a lot of uh, – he's got He's got some position versatility because he's got outfield eligibility mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. we can use him as an extra outfielder if need be, and then he gets a decent amount of extra bases and can drive in some runs. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, round fourteen now, one sixty-three overall. Um, I kind of feel like we should get another closer, just so just Lock so we have, two. More, we have more than one. Um, the closers left are D- Daniel Bard for Colorado, Alexis Diaz for the Reds, Pete Fairbanks, <laughs> was it a cleric? Uh, Phillies uh, mishmash of Gregory Soto for Anthony Dominguez. Who's gonna close for you guys? It's gonna. It's probably be Dominguez to start, but it's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a committee. Is Daniel Bard the closer? Let's just. I check. think
1: he's the choice. He.
0: Let's uh, just check closer monkey real quick. Um, I don't know what how, when this is updated as of. No, it's not updated. Let me check if our good friends at Pitcher List have any um top belief pitchers here. Checking on Nick. Make
1: sure he's got his guys doing what they're supposed to do.
0: There we go top thirty closers as of or top one hundred twenty five relievers for save hold leagues here, which is not not great. Um, I'm
1: looking about, at his stats right now while you're looking that up.
0: Daniel I Barr. like
1: the pick. Uh, thirty four saves last year. He had sixty nine Ks in sixty innings with a yes. one seven nine ERA.
0: Yeah, he, he's gonna close. It's, it's him. Uh, you got Pierce Johnson, Denelson Lemay, Lucas Gilbreth, Justin Lawrence. So yeah, uh, let's get barred here. Just have the have the Royals and Rockies closers. Just absolute lockdown guys.
1: <laughs> hey, if Chris Bryant actually plays, they might win like three <laughs> or four more games. So that's that's at least one more save chance.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, Alexis Diaz got taken right before our next pick, so that, that's good we didn't. Uh, that's good we 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 got Daniel Bard. A few first basemen taken as well. Muncie, Jose Miranda, uh, Drury. I don't know if he's first base eligible. But now the best available players here are Hanager, Josh Bell, John Gray, Jeff McNeil, Oscar Gonzalez, Jake Cronenworth. Who's, how many outfielders do we have? We have those three. Three, uh, Rosarina, Buxton, and Quan. And then we also have Betts and Vaughn who are outfield eligible. Okay. Cause... Is Josh Bell really outfield eligible? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he plays an outfield for, uh,
1: for just the a Nats, little. Maybe. Uh, hey, uh, I mean, as long as the thing says that he gets it, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I would like to point out, I love. Oscar Gonzalez as well. He was a league winner type of guy at the end of last year. You know, I love my August to the end of the year stats. (laughs) You do, yes. From August to the end of the year, he hit 301 with 15 doubles, nine home runs, scored 27 runs, drove in 29, Mm. K-rate under 20, and he stole one base. He can put some numbers up. If Josh Bell can be the non-Padres Josh Bell, he could put legitimate stats up as well.
0: Yeah, my my only qualm is I think we need. I I don't like Andrew Vaughn as being our like first baseman, like like, like the guy there. So I'm just looking like after Bell, Luis Arias, Alec Bohm, Joey Manessis, Josh Naylor, Joey Manessis.
1: Jerry I don't Walsh.
0: know if I
1: trust Joey Manessis. Uh, yeah, I like Josh Bell. I like Josh Bell. He's in Cleveland. He's gonna hit right up there with Joe Ram, Stephen Kwan, Oscar yeah. Gonzalez. They got a lot of a lot of people to score runs, so
0: Yeah. Not I, a terrible I, pick. I think I think a Bell Vaughn tandem, hopefully one of them would be able to uh to stay Do on something. the team the entire year. And he's
1: a year removed from twenty seven home runs. So yeah he has he has actual power.
0: Um all right, getting into the, the depth of the draft here. Uh, round 16, pick 187 overall. Let's take a look at our roster here. We got everything filled out. We need a utility guy. Need a few more pitchers, and that's just a bench here. Um, Love it. Let's go suggestions. All right,
1: so we need a good util guy. Ooh. These are the ones that are available right now? Yeah. Uh, so the suggestions, the top four suggestions are Jake Cronenworth, John Gray, Ew. Luis Arias and Jorge Lopez. I would like to point out Luis Arias might be the ultimate utility player since he has position eligibility at first base, second base, third base, outfield, and DH. He can play literally everywhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, he hit. Did he win the batting title 316 last year? Career average 314. He's not going to hit for power, but you don't necessarily need that out of, a, out of a util guy that can play all over um i've never been a big jake Cronenworth guy i'm not sure about you nope me neither yeah, he seems to be more of like a just replaceable 17 21 home runs hits career average 250 78 78 rbis so i think Araya is there yeah great average can be a guy you can plug and play anywhere let's uh let's go with him
1: and he makes up for the the lack of home runs by – I mean, he hit 31 doubles last year. So he he still gets the extra bases. Six triples in 2021, got a little speed. Bigger bases, maybe – that's something I haven't considered that much as well. Those bigger bases are going to turn a lot of long singles into doubles mm, and also yeah. some of those longer doubles into triples. So total bases, I think, are going to go up considerable next year, and he's a good total bases guy.
0: Yeah, just lo- looking at the uh, top players available here, I. Sean Murphy's available. I uh, also saw Cal Riley still available. So, like, looking back on it, maybe cool. Will Smith was a, a bit of a, a reach.
1: Yeah, especially if Big Dumpers still there. I had to get a yeah. big, big Dumper reference in.
0: Oh, yeah, a big Dumper reference in. But, like, I I, oh, yeah. I don't hate the Will Smith pick just looking, like, who was taken between Smith and our next pick. Like, it's not anyone great. Robbie Ray. Christian Yalek. Christian Yalek is just completely fallen off a cliff, hasn't he? That's.
1: Yeah. It's upsetting and to see. And he, he started out really good last year, too, because I remember I wrote a, an article last year, like a trade article, and I had him in there. Somebody you should definitely target in trades. And he made me look like a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take Arias here. Pick 16. I'm not exactly sure how many rounds there are. Uh, 24 rounds. All right. On to round 17. Pick one ninety eight overall. This is already going longer than I thought it would. I thought we'd, I thought we'd definitely stop it after like 10, 12, or fifteen. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> just, <let's> just <laughs> moving right along here.
1: Yeah, uh, it's got Miles Mikolas, the mustache himself, as the top projected person, thirty five percent. Then Brendan Rodgers, who I wouldn't touch with the ten foot pole because he's the guy that always gets talked about as a breakout player and then never actually breaks out. Danny Jansen. Uh, we don't need another catcher. He's somebody that. Could be okay. This year in Toronto, I don't know how it's going to work with Varsho. Is Varsho going to spell Alejandro Kirk a little bit as well? And all of a sudden they got a three-man catcher rotation with uh I don't know. I don't know. My mind stopped working yeah. there for a second. And then Jorge Lopez. Yeah,
0: uh, Jorge Lopez might be, might be who to grab here just as like an extra closer just to kind of finish that out with having three not-too-great closers, but I'm looking at over to the left here, and a guy catches my eye is uh, a Katel Marte. I don't know if 2019, if like something was going on, he, he hit 32 home runs, 92 RBIs, hit 329, finished fourth in MVP voting. But since, you know, he's hit a total of 28 home runs in, um, 272 games, an average of 17 per season. He's going to hit, uh, Top line up there with Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, Christian Walker, so we should be able to get some run scoring opportunities. Has second base outfield. Also, Jonathan India up there is a guy that had a good rookie year, just took took a big step back last year. I think this is the point of the draft where you like you go. Grayson Rodriguez is still there. You go just based off like personal preference and like the ceiling of, of the guys that you want. See, Grayson Rodriguez we, is somebody that I want in every draft. Yeah, do we only have three pitchers still?
1: Uh, starters, yeah, no four. We took Kirby. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, we yeah, got Kirby. Yeah, let's go, great. Let's go, G-Rod right now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, just lost him right there. High he, ceiling.
1: Love it. He's somebody. He had that injury at the end of last year. They shut him down. It wasn't a crazy injury. They shut him down just so he couldn't re-injure it. There's talk about whether or not he will or won't start the year in the big leagues. 100% going to start the year and the big leagues he's their ace they don't have anybody anywhere near as good of him as, as a pitcher i don't think any teams really for the most part have any prospects anywhere near as good of a pitcher as him yuri perez out in miami's pretty damn good as well but grayson rodriguez is starting day one they want him to be in that rookie of the year mix he's gonna win a fair share of games i don't know how good baltimore gonna be this year but he's gonna he strikes people out like crazy good command of the zone Think George Kirby with better strikeout stuff. Love it, love it.
0: into right, round 18, I and mean, we still have Brendan Rogers, Miles Miles Mikolas there, uh, Jonah Haim. We're not taking another catcher. Uh, Giovanni Galag- Galagos for the Cardinals. Is he closing? I don't think he's next in line. It says. Oh uh, um, yeah. So we probably missed out on the closers. That, that that's fine with me. We'll, we'll, we'll pick one up. Too. We'll pick one up in this uh, alternate timeline where this is an actual <laughs> draft. <laughs>
1: Uh, We could go – oh, see, I like Jonathan well, – the guys on the side we got. Jonathan mm-hmm. India, Riley Green, Ketel Marte, Joey Manessis, Josh Naylor, Harrison Bader, Estrada, and J.D. Martinez. I – see, if we didn't take Josh Bell last time, I was going to say Joey Manessis just for that home run.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if we're thinking that right for the power – J.D. Martinez might be the biggest power hitter left on the board right now. And playing in L.A., he could knock in 100-plus runs with his eyes closed. He doesn't yeah, offer a lot of position versatility, but he does still have outfield eligibility.
0: Yeah, I think J.D. Martinez is a guy that, if you draft him here in in round 18, 200, overall, he's a guy that could either yeah, re- return to form, hit 25, 30 home runs, or he could just be, be crap again, and you can cut bait on him. So I think this is a... A good spot for JD if you're uh, – I'll, I'll click on draft if, if you're in.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm in. big. Uh, All right. I love later in the draft like this. I don't know how you normally do your drafts. I love really high upside guys when you get this late in the draft. Uh, absolutely, that If you have a full-on home run pick or I can just cut them real quick and get somebody else.
0: Yeah, this this is when I usually just sc- scrape the bottom of the barrel for those uh, closers on teams that have have yet to name one or something like that. <laughs> I grab those up and then the last few rounds I usually go for my uh, high ceiling young guys or people to bounce back. All right, round 19. Miles Mikolas, Brendan Rodgers still there again. Another backup catcher we're not going to get Logan O'Hope for uh, the Angels. Tyler Anderson starting pitcher for the Angels. Riley Green, Manessis Naylor, Bader, Lariano, still there. Gene Segura. Um, yeah, I think this is a time where uh, Vaughn Grissom Ron Grissom there. I think he's a – I was looking at our roster. We only have one shortstop eligible player so far in Semian. So I think get another shortstop um, for our util or bench would be good.
1: Yeah, I love it. Another high upside guy as well. He played really well uh, when Ozzie Albies got hurt and came up. And he's – I'm still convinced he's the reason that they cut bait with Dansby Dan's Swanson. I mean, when you come up and hit 291 in 41 games – you're mm-hmm. gonna play, and he plays excellent defense. He had six doubles, five home runs, and stole five bases. Extrapolate that out. Let me do my little quick math. twenty four doubles, twenty home runs, twenty steals. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that, that's that's really solid for for a backup backup shortstop.
1: Yeah, I love it. I'd love that pick a lot.
0: And he's got second base eligibility, so even better.
1: Do you when you're like rounding out your bench guys? do you tend to lean towards guys that are eligible in more than one position or do you just kind of go guys you think uh highest ceiling, best available type guys?
0: Um, I usually only try to go max one or two bench batters start to start the year just because I think there's more, just, I think it's more, it's more even throughout the season. I think it's more valuable to have pitchers because like guys on your bench aren't going to do anything, but you're going to have starting pitchers on your bench that aren't starting that day. You, you just, you just slot slot in when they are starting. So, but for your question, it's a mix of both. I do look to try to have the positions I'm not sure about, have a have a solid guy that can play there to back up. But I also know if it's a position I can fill via free agency or the waiver wire or a trade, then I, I just go for the highest ceiling.
1: Yeah, that's smart. More See, I would tend to lean more batter-heavy. And you pointed out how weird that was to me when we yeah. started this back in September, and now I'm in my head about it, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna lean more towards. Oh, I see our boy there. Sorry, I got cut it? myself we, off. Lars a... Newbar.
0: <laughs> no yeah, <'cause> I'm like, <sighs> we're, we're 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 round twenty here, 235 overall. I um, do like Miles no, Mikolas
1: is the most recommended guy. I do yeah. like it. He's gonna win 10 games minimum in. In St. Louis, and when we had Nick from Pitcher List on, he did talk about in those later rounds getting guys that are going to win games. Like you know, like he's going to get you double-digit wins. He, it's something he's going to do. It's not going to be the prettiest, but he has that incredible mustache to make up for how not pretty some of the games might be.
0: Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go, make a list Here, I think we still need a still need a few few more pitchers here to round it out. Uh, all right. So going to round 21. Um, okay. Luis Urias plays second, third, and short. Uh, Eric, Eric Haas for the Tigers as catcher in outfield. Does he catch for them? Do you know? Yes, he does. Okay. So that's not really where does he hit? He hits sixth. We don't need a backup catcher. Uh, Evan Phillips, just middle reliever for, for the Dodgers or Cal Quantrill here. <laughs> Still got fucking Josh Naylor still available in the in the twenty first <laughs> round. Gene Segura, Loriano. Peterson uh, and Newt Bar. Peterson and Newt Bar are still there. We gotta take one of those. We gotta take a Lars here. And Lars we trust. He he got he got that work at we got that trust. working at, at, at drive line and uh he's gonna be great next season. Uh, sh- Lars Newt bar, twenty home runs confirmed. <laughs> All right. Now uh, round twenty two, we got our final Three picks, I believe. I already have too many bench bats for my liking. Got three bench bats.
1: <laughs> Plenty for my liking, though.
0: Yeah. Um. This is when I would let's see the best starters available. Jameson Tyland, Tyler. My. I, I like Tyler Miley. Uh,
1: I do too. I do. I do too. All
0: right. Drafting him. All right. Going Jumping to round that one real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that was easy. Twenty three. Um, next to last pick here, this is usually when I take, like, someone, a really closer that that could have a chance of closing, or I take, like, a young guy that may not even start the season with a team. Um,
1: Like a a, a real high, upside prospect type of guy?
0: Yeah, yeah. Who who you want to go with?
1: Oh, I...
0: Is Jared Walsh some guy you said that you think is going to break out this year, or am I thinking? Oh yeah, he
1: was. He was on my. um, Oh, your what episode was that? We did like outside 350 or whatever, or 250 plus. Mm -hmm. He was on my list, so it's starting to look like the more I do these drafts, he's not getting drafted a whole lot. So he's got to keep an eye on on waivers. Yeah, but Cal Quantrill is right there staring us in the face.
0: Yeah, i was also scrolling here. I saw uh, Carlos Carrasco. I don't know if he's going to start the season with the Mets, but I think if he does, that's great. If not, he's still a solid pitcher. But yeah, Cal Quantrill, we'll, we'll, we'll take him here. Play for the best
1: team of the bunch. He'll get some wins, strike some people out. Mm-hmm. He never really has that high of an ERA, so solid pick. What do we got here? All right, la- next round.
0: La- last pick here, I believe. Ooh yeah last pick
1: do, 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 do. does it did it give us a cool team name or just everybody else no it
0: just says your team
1: oh lame <laughs> napoli married i think i'm gonna
0: steal that one from my, <laughs> my team name uh, next yeah, year we'll go we'll go <laughs> through the team names after, after we just take care um yeah high upside guy who do we want we want a
1: your kitty could be good however you say his name your quitty. Houston Astros. I, I saw your
0: your boy Jordan Walker here. If you want to close it out, close it out with him. Oh,
1: you know what? I do. I know we have more all bench bats right. than you normally like. Uh, but. No,
0: yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm I'm the, these these simulation drafts are are just towards the end or are, are, are not even worth it. So, uh, <laughs> all right, draft grade <laughs> B minus, 82. Okay. Bert's here. Uh, let's see the projected stand. Oh, we can't see the projected standings. We don't have. Let me see if I can log into my free account to see I'm, if that... I'm not
1: looking at your password.
0: No, it's it saved. It's saved already. Um oh, there, we go, there we go. I don't know if uh, I don't know if it saved the draft. We just lost it. Alright, whatever. Um <laughs> I don't think we go lost back, it. Go back we had and, a good looking team. We had a we had a good looking team there. I I I don't understand why I logged in and then I lost it. Whatever. But yeah, I think we had a. Uh, go back and listen and, and recap it. We we got Betts. We got uh, Manny Machado <laughs> up there. We, we got, got a Rosarina. Semyon, you know? <laughs> got a Rosarina. We got a, a good trio of pitchers there. We got Urias, uh, Javier, and Manoa, I think. Got Will Smith. Yep. Got. Um,
1: in the later rounds, we used picks on guys like Grayson Rodriguez, Josh mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah,
0: yeah. For, for, I think uh, our weakness that that draft was probably first base with just Andrew Vaughn and Josh Bell. I think that's that's a spot you want to definitely shore up. But usually, there's first basemen that become available throughout the year, whether it's on waivers or free agents or via trade. I was happy we were able to get you know Betts, Machado, Simeon, Will Smith to to get catcher, second, short, and third base, probably. The four most shallow positions and even outfield. We got a Rosarina, uh Buxton. Did we take Juan? Yep, we took Juan. Yeah. And then um Betts can play outfield as well. We got Luis Arias, JD Martinez for potential I, I I like that Martinez pick a lot. I'm I'm glad you pointed out that he was still available there. So I think that was a, a pretty good exercise there. Hopefully the listeners learned something. I, I know I did. Hopefully you did, Blake. Uh hopefully we can do Absolutely. these more often. I think this yeah. is more fun when there's like no, no news to talk about.
1: Yeah, I I had a lot of fun. It was cool kind of going through and seeing who was available, who wasn't, seeing how the Fantasy pro Pros guys were ranking everybody and who was still available, kind of getting an eye on who was falling a little bit in these. I don't know how they decide which players should fall in these drafts or not, but we ended up with a B minus draft, but it's a draft that I liked just because we had a good strategy going in and we ended up We've really solidified those weak positions, like third base, outfield, all that. And we left spots like first base. We got decent guys. We didn't get terrible picks. But we got guys that are they're placeholder-worthy that you can use as trade bait to get some better guys later on. And all kinds of guys pop up all the time. Joey just popped up halfway through the year last year and tore the fucking cover off the ball and was a top-five first baseman for like the last half of the year. Christian Walker, same thing, came out of nowhere, was a waivers guy, absolutely blew the doors off of the league last year with, like, 38 home runs. Like, guys like that pop up every year. And it's always that those positions like first base where they have guys that are big boppers that they don't know where the hell else to put them because they may not play the best defense. So, yeah, showing up spots like catcher, third base, outfield. We got our solid core of pitching at the beginning, and then we kind of filled in with some high upside guys later on. That's a good draft.
0: Yeah, and I think the one thing that we may have to like dedicate like a whole episode to is to how how you how you actually should value closers in in leagues, especially if it's a five by five league, because saves is one of the one of the ten categories that impacts your ratios as well. But both of us are, are pretty anti-closer. So I think we should do some research and be like, okay, th- these are guys that, that are safe to target, but there's never any safe closers. That that's the thing. Like you could end up taking Edwin Diaz with a top pick, and he has a year he had in 2021 rather than last year. You could take a Craig Kimbrell that just completely blows up. You can take a guy that just gets injured. The closers are just so volatile, which is why I usually try to stay away.
1: Yeah, somebody like Paul Sewald who was supposed to be this incredible closer for the Mariners last year, and he saved 20 games because they just did closer by committee all year. Mm-hmm. So it did you never really know what's going to happen with closers. Like next year, Munoz is— Presumably going to be the closer because I mean, he throws 103 with a slider that breaks 50 miles off the plate. But knowing how, knowing how DePoto and service and all those guys work in Seattle, probably not going to go that way. There's probably not going to be a closer in Seattle that saves more than 20 games next year. So it's weird. You got to take a lot of stuff into account.
0: Yeah, yeah, closers are just—they're—they're they're just weird in, in fantasy baseball to me, and uh, especially with how bullpens are being used nowadays, and, and managers are much more willing to—they're open about, okay, yeah, I'm going to use my closer in the highest leverage spot if that's the seventh inning. It's a seventh inning. It's not going to always be the ninth inning. So I just see more leagues adding like holds or just combining save and holds, which opens a whole other can of worms. Like, okay, let's let's just target these middle relievers with high ratios. So. It really depends on on what your league settings are.
1: I agree. And that's something that maybe we'll go over in the very coming weeks, I think would be a good idea to cover because I really want to spend this off season covering as much draft strategy and player projections and breaking down as many guys as we can. And I think that's an excellent thing to do that I hadn't even thought of.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll throw out a, a draft Twitter mailbag or a Reddit AMA or something for a uh, different strategies or different questions people have
1: Ooh, i love that but on that note i think that's all we've got for you guys Mm -hmm. today as always you can follow us on twitter at fake baseball you can check us out in the discord at sg.pn slash discord you can find us on all your streaming platforms out there and you can find me on twitter at balake b-u-h-h-l-o-c-k-a-y-e
0: And I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And
1: we'll catch you guys next
0: time. Peace.